Hello dear friends and family of God. Greetings to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to read to you from Matthew chapter 28 commencing from verse 11 to 20. Scripture says, While the women were on their way, some of the guards went into the city and reported to the chief priest everything that had happened. When the chief priest had met with the elders, they devised a plan and gave the soldiers a large sum of money, telling them, You are to say, His disciples came during the night and stole him away while we were asleep. If this report gets to the governor, we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. So the soldiers took the money and did as they were instructed. And this story had been widely circulated among Jews to this very day. Verse 16 says, Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some of them doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. It is a very fascinating scripture. First of all, it tells us what had happened after the guards discovered that Jesus' body was missing. Jesus, of course, had been resurrected from the dead. He had been raised from the dead by the Father. However, the chief priest and elders understood that they could not allow the story to circulate, especially not to the governor, because this would upset the governor greatly. Therefore, they devised a plan they concocted a story to say that while the guards were asleep, the disciples came during the night and they stole the body of Jesus. In other words, what they did was they omitted the truth. You see, the word omission means a person or a thing that has been left out or excluded. Once again, let me say that the word omission means a person or a thing that has been left out or excluded. They excluded the truth. The truth was that Jesus had been raised from the dead. His body was not stolen. He had been raised and he had been resurrected by the Father. And so, today we find ourselves in a similar situation. The situation that we find, our, find ourselves in might not be exactly the same because there are many of us, we understand as the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, that Jesus has been raised from the dead. The problem that we find ourselves in is that we are also omitting the truth of the gospel. Why do I say that? Verse 19 of that text is very clear that we need to go and make disciples of all nations, 
baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything Jesus says I have commanded you. My friend, this is the Great Commission. It is the Great Commission is to go and make disciples of all nations, to baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and that of the Holy Spirit and to teach them everything that we have been taught by the Lord Himself. We have received a Great Commission. You see, the problem is we have not been mandated to preach any other gospel. The book of Galatians chapter 1 verse 8 says, it says as follows, But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preach to you, let him be eternally condemned. There is a translation that, say, that says, let him be under God's curse. You see, if we omit the truth of the gospel, if we do not simply share what the instruction that I will do as Jesus has instructed us, then we place ourselves under God's curse. I am particularly referring to the fact that we find ourselves currently at loggerheads with each other. There are so many people that are putting a high premium, high value, attaching high value to the fact that there are some who have decided to be vaccinated, others who have decided not to. And what we often find is that there are some of us that spend all of our energy trying to argue, trying to convince, trying to persuade, trying to to make others and bring them to different insights as to why they ought not to be vaccinated. Please do not get me wrong. The purpose of this recording is not in any way to, to tell you what to do in terms of vaccination. The problem, however, is when we place a high premium on wanting to convince people of something that has no eternal value. Why do I say that? A few days ago, we stood at the gravesite of a loved one, a family member, a relative, someone who loved the Lord dearly. The interesting thing is that when he stands before the Lord, the one thing I know for certain is that he will not be disqualified, he will not be, be refused heaven if whether he has a vaccine passport or not, whether he received a jab or not. Because you see, ultimately, the entry requirement, the re prerequisite for heaven is not a vaccination. What is, however, important, according to God's word, is whether your name has been written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I'd like to believe that with all my heart, that the reason why God would allow him to enter is because he is a child of God. That he has, he has confessed with his mouth, he has bowed and bent his knee, and he has confessed that Jesus is Lord of his life. Please allow me now to read to you from Matthew 16, from verse 21. 
From that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, chief priests, and teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, he said, this shall never happen to you. Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the things of God, but the things of men. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for me will find it. What good will it be for a man if he gains the whole world yet forfeits his soul? Or what can a man give in exchange for his soul? You see, what you need to understand is that there are many of us currently, no matter how good our intentions, we are a stumbling block because we do not have in mind the things of God but we have in mind the things of men. And I realize that at the same time, as we find ourselves in this pandemic, we have seen an increase of what is called pandemic theology. That theology is of such a nature that it actually says exactly what Jesus warns us not to do. And that is in verse 25 when it says, for whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for me will save it. There are too many people who currently are trying to save their lives. There are too many people who are trying to do things in their own strength. This reminds me of Acts chapter 14. In Acts chapter 14, the Bible tells us that Paul... And Barnabas, they find themselves, and Paul especially, he preaches the gospel. So much so that there is a man who, according to the Bible, was crippled in his foot. And the Bible says Paul commanded him to, to, to jump up and to be healed. And then the people of the city, they came and they tried to worship him. They try to worship Paul and Barnabas. But then the Bible says that another group of Jews came in verse 19 of Acts chapter 14. Then some Jews came from Antioch and Iconium and won the crowd over. They stoned Paul and dragged him outside the city, thinking that he was dead. But after the disciples had gathered around him, he got up and went back into the city. The next day, he and Barnabas left for Derby. Let me say this to you, what is very evident when we consider what is happening in this text. Paul is dragged outside the city. He is stoned and dragged outside the city. The men thought that he was dead. But after the disciples had gathered around him, 
the Bible says he got up and went back into the city. If ever there was a time, then it is now that we would develop the boldness like Paul to, to take the mandate of the Lord Jesus Christ to all nations, to all people. Because you see what is very evident from the commission that we have received. And that is that we need to make disciples and to baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. My friend, if you are listening to me today and you are a child of God, let me say this to you. Our mandate, it is the commission that we have received. It is a commission to share the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ with all nations. There are currently people in your family. There are currently people at your workplace. There are people in your friendship circles. There are people in your circle and in your sphere of influence. Many of them do not know the Lord Jesus Christ. Their names have not been written in the Lamb's Book of Life. We should passionately, with the same passion that we often speak to people about the things that are currently happening around us, what is more important is that we need to speak to them about the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. We should never make ourselves guilty. We should never make ourselves guilty of an omission, of leaving the truth of the gospel, of leaving the essence of the gospel out of the equation of our conversation. But we should adhere to the Great Commission. I want to conclude by saying the very last verse of Matthew chapter 28 verse 20 says, And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. My friend, how encouraging that no matter what we are facing at the very moment, that no matter what we are going through, no matter what we are subjected to, Jesus promises, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. My friend, that is enough reason to know that no matter what we are confronted with in this world, our Lord is with us. He will be with, with us to the very end of the age. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. And especially if you are listening to this recording today and you do not know him, if your name is not written in the Lamb's Book of Life, my friend, whether you decide to take the jab or not, that is not what matters. What matters, really, what matters is that your name is in the Lamb's Book of Life. And therefore I say to you, please ensure that you reach out and call out to the Lord and invite Him into your life today. Amen.